What's going on, everybody? How are you doing? Welcome to this edition of Time Out. Brand new show right here on OTS. Uh, I am your host, Dwayne Dickey. You guys also know me from other various shows, such as the Sideline Guys and the Life's a Botch podcast. Uh, it is great to be here with these two awesome gentlemen right here. To my left, I've got creator, CEO of OTS. You already know him as the Eagle Loving. Celtic loving, all that good stuff. Got to give you guys a good note, introduction, always. Brother Derek Myers, what's happening, brother? How you feeling? I'm good, I'm good, bro. How you doing? Doing great, doing great. Welcome to the show. And then, of course, right down to my bottom left over here, or center say, well, you know, whichever way you want to look at it. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version, let's just say he's over here to my right. We got uh, another awesome gentleman who has also been with us on the sideline, guys, and is also very, very an awesome individual with great viewpoints, and you already know him as <clears throat> the Yankee loving, you know, <laughs> coming out that NYC, Puerto Rican style, my boy, Jonathan. What's happening with you, What's man? What's up, How bro? You What's up, bro? I'm ready for this, and uh, I think it's going to be a nice topic to talk about today, and, you know, let's get it. Let's get it. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. So, gentlemen, we do have a lot to talk about today. It is a very... Uh, heavy episode. This is a new show where we get to hash it out and we get to talk about things that are personal to us, that are that are legit issues. And as we know, there have been a multitude of topics and things going on uh, within this heavy, heavy week. And um, and that was all before Mother's Day. So let's um, go ahead and jump right into things and. Let's 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 go ahead and uh let's fellas let's let's talk about what's on your mind right now. Go ahead and uh tell the people what, what what's going on right now. Let's let's keep up. Keep up, John. So, you know, we can talk. We started off with the Mont Arbery case, right? Mm -hmm. Um, what was it? Two months ago, murder in cold blood. You know, hearing about it, and I, you know, I'm not the type to just listen to to national media and what's trending right so i knew about this killing when it happened you know i i search online always online in general just looking at different events that happen right like any any other person that reads the news so my thought process you know i always try to look at things objectively but naturally you go a little the subjective side right i mean you see a guy murdered in cold blood you want to know what's going on so i'm thinking two guys murdered this dude how are they not arrested so and not charged, right? I'm saying arrested. Because whenever there's a shooting, you arrest and then make the decision to charge, right? The typically. Supposed to. Supposed to. Yeah. That, and that's the problem, it's right? So I'm thinking, all right, let me look, let me look deeper. Like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Well, they're white. So, I mean, they, and not to, so, I, I, and again, I don't want this show to be anti one race or, pro, you know, never pro one race, but you have to see, the issues that we see every day, right, are when it comes to minorities, that you see a lot of privilege. We see it all the time, right? Mm -hmm. You know, looking into the story, why is it these guys felt the need to follow a man down the street with shotguns in hand? They, who who are they to do this? Citizens arrest. That's what they, they a citizen's arrest. For what? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So a video comes out a couple of days ago. Ahmaud Arbery walked into a, a, a house being built, you know, currently in construction. So? Who could, who could, 
listen, I'm from Florida, okay? I'm originally from New York City, moved to Florida. In Florida, when I moved there, there were a lot of houses in the neighborhood being built. You know, there's a lot of woods areas. They were building, like, real estate development areas, stuff like that. You know how many times I walked into an empty house that had no walls, construction site? I've been in in construction sites like that with my family. So not only is it wrong for a law enforcement officer to tell me I deserve to be arrested for it, because I technically don't, but that's besides the point. Who gives these guys the right to fucking citizens arrest them for which, mind you, in Georgia, the state law is you need to commit a felony to be citizen arrested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At most, and this is at most, no law enforcement officer will ever do it, is charge you with a misdemeanor. Right. So they're wrong in that fault. So if you want to get technical, right? So, again, going back, why are we waiting two months to arrest these guys? I'm not asking for charges right away. Every murder has to have an investigation. I get it. My father's former law enforcement. I get it, but always someone is arrested on a shooting, period. But these guys get the privilege to walk home and act like nothing happened. That pissed me off, bro. That pissed me off, man. And, and Derek, you can go ahead. I mean, now nah, it's it's my whole thing about it is one the the citizens arrest aspect of it made no sense. You know, like you said, you have to be able to, in order to do that, you have to be able to witness uh, a, a crime being committed or or at least like, you know, if like you hear a gunshot or something, like you look and you see a guy with a gun, you can, you can do a citizen's arrest. You can't just do a citizen's arrest, a citizen's arrest off of, I thought he was stealing or what you can't, you can't do that. So that, that was my initial thing. My, my. My issue now with this whole thing is the video that just came out this week of him walking in onto this construction site. Like, what the fuck does that How matter? many <laughs> construction sites do you know for homes have video? I've never seen a security camera in any of those sites I've been on before. Not in Florida. I'll tell you that. And I, again, I've seen plenty. Yeah, and, and I live in Georgia, so like, like we're right the same. Oh yeah, so I'm I'm st- I'm honestly trying to figure out. Like, I watched uh, uh, my house get built when I was a kid. There were no cameras around there, so something about it just does not seem right. But this whole thing, man, I like I'm gonna be completely honest. I'm at the point now where I think like most of the country. When you hear of, of 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 a black man getting shot by a cop, or what uh, whoever it is, um, kind of numb to it now. I'm I'm numb to it, and I hate saying that. I'm numb to the news because now when I look and see it, I'm, I look, I read, I watch whatever video it is, and I'm upset. Like like it pisses me off, but the shock value of hearing news like that doesn't hit anymore. How many of these stories have we heard over the last five years? More. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I I can't even count it anymore. And it's, it's now gotten to the point where I'm tired of the excuses that come out. The, the media trying to justify why someone got killed, why a cop, acted in the way they acted 
I, I would love to know what what their reason was for not arresting these two guys. I would love to know what that what that was because that makes no sense. So, Derek, real quick, wrong. you're what you're saying though scares me, right? Or would scare me as a black man? Yeah, because the only the people, the only realistically, I mean, I'm here for you. You're my boy, but yeah, the only people who really here for you, yeah, is your people. Yeah, yeah. So when what they want is for you guys to feel defeated. Yeah. So what you yeah. that not that you're defeated, right? But you're feeling that numbness. They want that. That's step one, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they can say, "Well, another shooting. Mm -hmm. We're done." That, that's not. That's, and that's what I'm saying. Like that. That's what. That's what. That's what scares me. Is right. that I feel numb? Because and, and, and imagine, see, you're not directly affected, and I hope to God you never are, right? Right. But. Imagine the people that are, they, mm -hmm. they, they feel like they have nothing else to do. What can they do about it? Right. Yeah. That numbness, that emptiness, that, that I hate that minorities are starting to feel that because we're all we got, you know, we, and I, yeah. I'm Puerto Rican. So I, I, I'm a minority. Yes. But in a way I'm not affected. And, and I, I will bring this topic up real quick, not to distract off a little bit, but I, I don't do this on purpose. And I feel like no non-black minority does this on purpose. I hide, I hide under a white facade. Mm -hmm. I don't, and I hate the whole act white, act this, act that. There's no acting. You are who you are, right? Mm -hmm. But why do I feel like I'm okay if I hide behind that? Why can't I be me? Yeah. My Puerto Rican, loud mouth, crazy ass person. Like, that's who I should be, yeah. right? Yeah. But that... Like, I hate to even think it, but I'm lucky, right? Like, I, in a way, I'm lucky that I can hide under the facade mm -hmm. because of the environment we live in. Mm -hmm. You guys aren't. Yeah. So I hate it. You know, well, it's like when I, when I, you do. And I, and, yeah. I try to, and I try to say I'm a minority, but I feel wrong for saying this sometimes. Like, I'm not. I mean, I am, but I'm not, right? Like, I can hide. Yeah. I can hide. I don't yeah. want to hide. Fuck them. Yeah. They got something to say. Come see me. Yeah. But I can't. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like a lot of minorities that are not black can, oh, right? Yeah. Especially Hispanics. And that's that, sad. That look, that look white. A right. lot of Hispanics that look white. Can right. And white. when I'm not tan, boy, I'm I'm rocking I'm rocking white Whitey Island. Like that's, just, <laughs> <laughs> that's besides you know, but yeah. that I, I hate that. I and again, it's I feel like again that subconscious thing we talked about. Mm -hmm. it, it's naturally I just feel like I can't hide behind that. I shouldn't have to. Mm -hmm. I should, cause yeah. I can pass by a restaurant of all white people. They would never probably look at me. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm good. Whew. Oh yeah. Y'all? No. 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 Can't even walk in a store. You can't, and that's that's bullshit. Yeah. You can't walk in a exactly. You can't even walk into a store without the the, the security cop wannabe ass cop looking at you or some shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that. That's wrong. That's that's just that natural bias in people's heads man yeah that's what that is now jonathan i do have a question for you uh yeah. when you mentioned of course uh being of puerto rican descent and 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 having you know a lighter shade but then still by being puerto rican representing minority but then also like you said being able to hide right. what would you so what would you say about someone who is dominican and is our shade and gets treated 
like a African American. So I think it's funny. Then you just bring in more of like the physical trait, right? Are they darker? Are they not? Mm-hmm. I, I think you're right. So someone of the of any darker color is is naturally discriminated by law enforcement, society as a whole, mm-hmm. the people at the grocery store, the old lady up the street. I mean, it, it just that just happens, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you see uh, people who are Mexican discriminated more than people who are you know Puerto Rican but lighter shade. Dominican, same thing. I mean, minorities, you know, we are all minorities. I will, obviously, I will say that 100%. We all fall under that, um, you know, they're, they're lesser than us, right? A lot of people have that mindset. Mm-hmm. We're not. I can promise you I'm not lesser than any of the, the next white person next to me. I guarantee you, know? you a white person wouldn't say it in front of our face. They, well, they I wouldn't. They would never. That's the thing. They don't say it yeah. unless they're in a big group. Well, that's yeah, when they get tough, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's besides the point. But mm-hmm. you know, I, you're right. I think skin color has that's the biggest problem, right? It's skin color. The skin color has a lot to do with that. I think any any person of darker color is going to be looked at differently, mm-hmm. and is going to be judged on a biased front the minute you see them. Oh yeah. And, oh, yeah. and it's like corny to say it. I don't judge anybody off of how they look at all, bro. I don't care if you're white, black, pink, orange, green, purple. I'm, that don't matter to me. Who are you? If you're a shitty person, you're a shitty fucking person. Yeah. And I'm going to call you out. Now, off that, though, that is one thing that um, I've, I've heard white people say. I've heard white people say that, but then they've taken, taken it a step further and say, I don't see color. I'm colorblind, as if that's a compliment. So you know what I'm saying that that's 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 a problem. I have a huge issue with that because if if you're saying you're quote unquote colorblind, now you're saying you don't see what makes me different, you know, like what makes me unique. You know what I'm saying? And and yep. in that you're in, in, in saying that now you can go ahead and say that, you know, you can't see the, the issues that, that I deal with as a black man or as what Dwayne deals with as a black man, what our what our what our our parents have to deal with in terms of having having to actually be afraid for us going out. Telling the kids what to do when they go outside. Like Yeah. Yeah. It's it's there there's little things that you know you can't that that we go through that 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 you can't ignore. And the moment you start to ignore it that that's where you now develop the issue of being able to see how you can help change the issue. Right. You can help solve it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. I don't want you to, to not see me. I want you to see me. Yeah. You know, yeah. colorblind but, don't mean but, nothing, but don't <laughs> ignore it. Like, right. Like you can't ignore what, what makes us different. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You're right. And, and part of that in all, in all honesty is for white people being able to acknowledge their white privilege. I, my, my whole thing with, with that is that, um, you know, I, 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 I've had this conversation with white people a, a couple of times, like in the last few years. I've had this multiple times. But what I try to tell them is you're looking at white privilege as a bad thing. I look at it as a good thing when you use it the right way you know what i'm saying it's it's you're right white privilege 
I look at as a, as a superpower. Now you can either be a superhero or you can be a supervillain. It's your choice. You're right. But but it is a it is a superpower that you can use to help. It's the same way for us as men. Being able to do the same thing for women, we have male privilege. You know what I'm saying, and 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 we can utilize our voices and, and our actions in, in in different things, big or small, in everyday life to be able to help women. You know what I'm saying, and that, so right. that's the same thing for for white people. It's just that for some reason, white people, not all, but a lot of those that that argue against white privilege, um, you know, they get upset when when you say you have when when you tell them that they have white privilege. So now when you get upset and 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 now you don't want to know what your white privilege actually is, even though you utilize it every single day. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. actually start to listen to people. Just because you say something isn't something doesn't mean that it isn't. It just means that you choose not to see it. You're being selective. You know what I'm saying? Right. That, that That's my issue. That's my issue. So, you know, a little rant, but. No, it's, it's, I think it's the big thing for me is people, people don't care to take ownership, right? They right. don't take ownership of who they are. They don't take accountability for how they see people, mm-hmm. you know, going back to the subconscious racism, you know, it, or that bias. It's, it's something that they're bred with, you know, naturally they're, they're, they're raised to think those people are different. Stay away from them. Right. Right. And we, we get the superheroes that come up and say, fuck that. I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. But you get the supervillains who end up shooting an unarmed black man for no reason. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know, that, that trigger in the head needs to go away. There should be nothing that makes me think, wow, I just did a podcast with Derek and Dwayne. They were so nice. Never would have thought that. Yeah. Why, why should I think that? Yeah. That shouldn't even click in my head. Mm-hmm. You guys are, are people. Mm-hmm. Strong, determined people, right? Most definitely. Absolutely. That's how they should see you. Yeah. But they don't. And yeah. mind you, when that switch is there, People take everything to extremes, right? That's the problem here. We see it. Mm-hmm. That trigger where I may have thought, or, you know, that, that white lady walking up the street may have thought, oh, that, that black guy's nice. The next person is, he's up to something. Yeah. We got to go do something about it. Yeah. Let's call the police because he's walking around the park. Mm-hmm. Kid has a water gun in his fucking pocket. Let's call the police on an eight-year-old. How many times do we see white men swinging fucking knives at cops? I've seen them swing an axe. Guns in their hand. But you're shooting 10-year-olds? Yeah. For a water gun? Come on, man. That's, that's, that's all here. That's how they're raised. That's how, you know, that's the people they've been around growing up. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just that fear that they're instilled with from birth. If Put, put it this way. Put one of every race in the house. Raise them together. Will they ever be racist? 
No, I, I actually. No, me, meaning, like, if they're raised correctly, right, and all these races are together, will they naturally be racist? No. I'm a, I'm gonna say this. And it's this how they're raised. Yeah, and 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 this actually goes into the um the post that was in the Facebook group uh, the other day, but the you can call it you can name the post if you want. We can talk about it. Well, see, I don't I don't know the whole post. I just know um. So well, oh, not the other comments or whatnot. So essentially, and Dwayne, I don't know if you saw any of the posts or anything, but um, the individual in the group posted that. It was another question. It was a comment. Black people can't be racist. That was his comment. So being that it was obviously a topic that can get out of hand online, like any other topic, Derek made the business decision to take it down with the understanding that we could bring those individuals onto the show mm-hmm. and talk about the issue. Mm-hmm. Didn't hear anything. So we're still, we, we, we had to get this going. We got to get, get this. At least the conversation started. I'll do this every day if we have to. Yeah, yeah. Right. They'll, they'll, the conversation is never done, and that's the biggest problem. People think it's done after one thing solved, right? It's not. Yeah. This is a a lifetime fight we all have to fight, whether you're a minority, majority, or anything else in between. Get your politicians involved, law enforcement, community involvement, all of that in one, right? That that's it's us doing it and making making it known and making it known that things can change. Mm-hmm. So no one's hiding. Derek ain't hiding. Dwayne ain't hiding. I'm not hiding. You come on the show, we'll talk it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to put yeah. that out there right now. Yeah. No, they'll, they'll, they'll come on at some point. And they will. I'm sure they will. I'm saying whenever, this to anyone, right? We, yeah. I don't want yeah. – there's no wanting to take advantage of a podcast topic. There's no – we're here to talk the topic, to talk mm-hmm. the issues that every minority sees, right? Mm-hmm. Don't think we're running. We're right here. Right, right. So there's a bunch of spots in this gallery right here in the Zoom. I see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can hop right in. <laughs> Yeah, and 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 all honestly. So go ahead, Derek. Sorry, not to not to no, jump good, in that. Part. And I, I'll pass it to you, Dwayne. After I say this, but I um my whole issue, and I actually I actually agree with uh, Rolando. I I agree with his with his point that he made. Black people cannot be racist. The thing that that people have to understand: discrimination, prejudice. And racism are three th- different things. They're not the same. Hundred percent. They're not the same. They 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 they're from the same family, like the same idea, same same. So I think within the, the racist definition, prejudice and bias are in there, right? They yeah. We'll see. But racism goes deeper, and I think racism go ahead, go goes ahead. Deeper. Sorry, yeah. not to. Yeah. So discrimination. I'll just break this down. Discrimination is just a thought of. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, discrimination is a thought of of someone being different than you, and and you know whatever, saying whatever about it, right? Prejudice. Yeah, yeah. Being being prejudiced is being able to put that thought to action. Racism is the systematic power. That is behind white supremacy, which America is built on. So the idea that blacks can be racist is 
ignorant because we didn't develop the system. <laughs> Not there, right? We 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 can discriminate against someone. We can be prejudiced towards someone. Yes, most definitely. Even ourselves. That's where colorism comes into play. And Dwayne, I'm pretty sure you've grown up uh, uh, understanding that. You know, just like I have. Uh, uh, colorism is is a horrible horrible issue in our community you know mm. i i used to i used to get scared to get tan just because i felt like i was going to get teased for having darker skin from black people that that's a sickness <laughs> you know what i'm saying but black people cannot be racist i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry to blow the 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 minds of people that think that that's you know that's that's false and you know might be screaming at me at this point but so i'll just to jump in real quick i'll say anybody can be biased anybody can be prejudiced right Mm -hmm. you can judge somebody before you know them Mm -hmm. racism is a hate towards a certain race right Mm -hmm. that's that's the definition to any race that's not white well, what, my point being, though, in what world do you see blacks just hate white people for no reason? For no inherent reason? For no, well, right. No, you know, you know what I mean, though? Yeah, based yeah. off of what they do is different. But I'm saying yeah. based specifically off the color of their skin, do mm-hmm. I look, do, does that happen as often? No. For nah, Now, nah, 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 I will say this, happy, yeah. and on top of that, Y'all don't have the privilege to be racist. No, I mean, no, no, no and, and that's no offense. You really don't. The minute you act racist in the same way they do, what happens to y'all? What happens to minorities? You get shot, you go to jail, all the above. We're done. You don't have the you don't have the chance to. Yeah. So I agree. You can't be racist. In what world can institutional racism affect a group of people that started that trend? Yeah. White people can't feel like they're being discriminated against their race. They started the whole racism trend. They built it. They 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 definitely it's built. like that Pikachu meme. But the one day a white person feels like they're racist, they're gonna be like, <laughs> like my race. <laughs> the, 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 yeah. it, it's it's naive to say that that white people could just feel that that they're discriminated against their race. I yeah. mean, I. And this isn't anti-white. Again, there are good people every and within all races and nationalities, all of it. This again, we are focused on shitty people of certain colors. Mm-hmm. That just so happen to be shitty, right? Mm-hmm. It's no general discrimination or prejudice, right? Yeah. <laughs> but the system that they built, the foundation, like Derek said, that this country was built on is, is, is one where you guys don't have the chance to even be racist. No. You damn sure could try, but I mean, where, where's that going to head you? I mean, you don't have the chance. You have to break down a system that's already established. And but the thing is, if we were to take advantage or, or take control of that system, mm-hmm. all of that shit would be a dud. Oh, yeah. There'd be no racism, right? There'd be nothing... There, there wouldn't be uh, lack of jobs for a certain color or a certain minority. There wouldn't be 
less privileged cities. I walk into a suburb in my area. The roads are done. The sidewalks are done. The houses are nice. Walk into an uh, area in the city. Roads are torn up. Houses are torn up. Taxes never going towards where they need to go. That's the system. Mm -hmm. You can't tell me that's not literal systemic oppression. You are literally giving these people no chance. Yeah. None. Yeah. And the ones that have to succeed, Derek, like we talked about earlier, you guys have to work harder just to get the basic livings in life. And then work triple that to get to where you want to be. I hate, I mean, we're going back to the ESPN thing, right? With the, with the NFL draft. How many oh. times do you see a black guy drafted and they said, Oh, his mother did uh 46 backflips when she was younger and she broke her neck and uh, uh, she did drugs at the same time. Like, what the fuck does it matter? Like, what are you, what are you naming these people's? I get it. So it's their story, right? And maybe they even approved it. I'm assuming not all of them did, mm. but what does that, like, the fact that that background is even there shows you how hard it is for these black men to be successful. And that right. in itself is the problem. Right. They don't need to go through all that shit to be successful because other people don't. And then that's and just, just, that's just what I think. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go ahead, Dwayne. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you go. Well, um, it's interesting that Jonathan brought up the sports metaphor uh, because up until recently with the Kaepernick situation, you know, uh, sports is always, sports and music seem to be like the two neutral things to completely come to the closest thing of killing the idea of racism, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you, it's, it's like music can bridge the world of all cultures and, and so can sports. It's like none of that matters in that world, however, certain events, such as this situation with Ahmad, can affect to where it migrates its way into a music world where you have an artist or two who may be an activist and they speak on that, you know. Uh, in the sports world, when you see something where you're like, okay, how is it in a football league where 75 to 80% of that league is African-American? How is it we have all these white owners or or you go into the NBA and you're like, how is it, you know, <laughs> you got all these white coaches getting chances and the black coaches aren't seeming to get a, a chance to really grow with the franchise, you know, or something like that. And, and suddenly race starts to migrate its way into these things. Um, I like to represent the somewhat spiritual side of, of, of coming with this. Like in my background, it's more been like uh, growing up, you know, in white neighborhoods, but then also growing up in black neighborhoods as well. You know, it wasn't until I went back to my hometown of Memphis, Tennessee, where I experienced a lot of the hood life. You know, it was new to me at first. I didn't really understand what it was because I grew up in Georgia thinking I was from Georgia. And then I was finding out that I'm actually from Memphis, Tennessee, where the majority of my family is from. And then I'm starting to understand. And then that's when I started getting teased on my weight and I started understanding in the African-American culture where you get teased, you get checked, you get, you know, and then that's part of how it is, you know, but I found it offensive at that time because I'm like, yo, I'm not used to this. You know, I don't, I don't know what this is. And used to get super offended by it, but you know, over time as I got used to it, I got real with it, you know, I come back to Georgia, I come back 
to Gwinnett County and, and, and remember like, oh yeah, this is, this is not just the African, all African American area. Like this is like all races, all backgrounds out this way. Mm-hmm. And yet, as a, as a young man now, as a young black man, you know, I've had my own personal, you know, much like Derek, but I've had experiences that I've never shared with, with the masses where there have been cops. And, and both of these experiences, I had an experience with a cop in Georgia, which wasn't necessarily as bad, but it, it, it had some, you know, the cop was a white cop and I was going to pick up my little cousin. I think we were dropping something off for her. We were picking her up from school. There was a turn that I made. My mother was in the car with me and apparently it was an improper left turn. And he, you know, gives me a ticket and he's, you know, talking about, hey, you're not supposed to turn here within a certain amount of time. My mom was upset about that, tried to argue and say like, well, hey, give me the ticket. You know, we, we didn't know about this. Give me the ticket. I still end up getting the ticket. She was highly upset. I didn't take too much upset to it. It was like, it was what it was. My auntie was like, hey, don't worry. I'll pay for the ticket. That was kind of that. Back home in Memphis, though, where the culture is a lot different, I found myself in two different experiences with cops. One, unfortunately, involving an African-American cop roughing me up. But then another one involving a two white cops who wanted to search me because I fit the description of a nearby robbery. Yeah. When all I was doing was just walking from my college campus to go get something to eat in the middle of the night because I was hungry. Happened to have a hoodie on at the appropriate time, appropriate time to have a hoodie. It was pretty much winter time and it was transitioning into the spring, but still it was considerably cold enough at night to where you could wear a hoodie. Didn't look suspicious. Had a hoodie over my head, headphones in my ears. Look up, see a cop car coming my way, slowing down. Next thing I know, they pull me over. And they're like, hey, where you headed? Going to get something to eat, sir. Sir, everything okay? Got reports about a robbery in the nearby area and you fit the description. Okay. You love that quote. No problem. <laughs> so, hey, pull me over in front of the Taco Bell driveway. And they're like, hey, do you mind if we search you? Sure, sir. No problem. Say, hey, put your hands up against the car. Nice gentleman at first. And they're like, hey, we're going to search you. Or, well, one cop is over here watching and the other cop is searching me. And like I said, both gentlemen are white. And it's like, while one white cop sitting there searching me, couldn't find my wallet. I keep my wallet in my back pocket. He had a hard time. My hands are up against the car. I'm trying to help him out. But then they get super defensive really quick. Hey, don't move. Don't move. Okay. I'll (laughs) let you know. It's in my back pocket. That's all I'm trying to let you know. So they finally find it. They go through. Now you would think, I'm in Tennessee, but I have a Georgia license. You would think that would tell them something automatically. But, of course, cops still do what cops do. They run through the system, do their little checkup. Me, I have nothing to worry about because I'm a pretty clean guy. I don't really do anything. I know I don't fit the typical description of what they say. So I sat there cool, calm, and collected. 
yes, it sucked to go through what I went through, but I didn't allow it to, I didn't allow what we go through as a whole to affect me because I know no matter what you label me as in your mind, I know I'm not that because I know that I don't do the things that you think I do. And because you have a system check to check, clearly you're going to see that when I have no legal background, I have no criminal records, I have none of that, then you see no warrants, none of that. Go ahead and check. And when it's clean, you can't do anything but let me go. However, to this day, I look back at that situation and I say, this happened to me right around the time of when Trayvon, I think, either just happened or was about to happen. I can't remember which, but I remember living in Memphis at that time when Trayvon's situation got big. So easily before this long string and long list of African-Americans all over for different reasons, being part of a list of names, I possibly could have easily have been on that list. I look at that and I say, which is why I bring my spiritual aspect into this because you know, regardless of anybody listening or watching, whatever you believe in, whoever you believe in, no matter what your religion or background is, it's to say that if you know and you truly believe in what you follow, then you should know that even with racism, it's wrong, it sucks, and it has to be dealt with. But in a world where nothing's ever really perfect, if you know and you're confident in who you are and you're confident in what you believe in, then you should know that at times you'll be all right because I'm a witness of that situation to know that, yeah, I could have easily have been in that list of names because I could have been super rebellious. Could have been like, screw you, cop. I didn't do nothing. I could have kept on walking. But who's to say that if I had kept on walking, they wouldn't have tried to stop, pull out their guns, and try to shoot me? Yeah. yeah. Who's to say that even when they were searching me and I'd have been rebellious, like, yo, hold up, I ain't even got to be a part of this search. I know I ain't do nothing, so what the heck? Nah, look, I'm getting my wallet. As defensive as they got, boom. Just for me trying to get my wallet. I easily use my situation. And that's why I said this is new. This is something I, I, I'm personally sharing with everyone. Jonathan, Derek, they don't know this story. You listeners don't know this story. Only a select a few people around me know this story that I've shared it with, but I'm sharing it with the masses to really help you guys understand that, yes, I'm aware that racial oppression is very real. And I can, I, I much like Derek, much like Jonathan, I can't stand it. I, it, it does get to me. And a lot of times I don't speak particularly on these subject matters, because I, I am so cool with everybody of different races. I, am, I have cool white friends that don't judge me for who I am, that understand what we go Never. through. My, I have neighbors, next door neighbors in my house, who my next door neighbor is a cop, and he's a great man. He's a white man. He's an awesome, his entire family, his daughters, I know all of them. I go over there every day. I hang with them. Good people, great people, you know? And they definitely surprised, and, and Derek, I hate to say it, but yes, he was wearing a Trump shirt one day and it didn't bother me, it was what it was. It's like, hey, 
that if that's what you support, that's it's you. What you support. It's not that's your man. You know what I mean? Like, look, <laughs> I feel you know what I'm saying. Like, I had to make that point to Derek because I know how he feels about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 man. Like well, I said, you know, I'm surprised you didn't log off. <laughs> <laughs> but but what I say is, I I, I want to encourage the people out there that are listening, more specifically right. my African Americans or my my Puerto Ricans, Hispanic, whatever you are, if you are not white. Okay, because I can't say this because I have seen, trust me, I know people with the white privilege. Again, from my white friends, trust me, I have seen the white privilege firsthand. I've seen it. But I don't allow it to anger me. I don't allow it to upset me. I, I sit there and I say, and I'm here to let people know and keep you encouraged. You are not what people say you are. And if you know you're not, just carry yourself. And it's, it's, it's the same effect of when they say, be the bigger person. You know how they say when conflict comes, you walk away. I know it sounds corny. I know it sounds cliche, but I'm a witness for my own personal situations. Because again, what I dealt with with cops, I dealt with it with a black cop and two white cops. Right. Okay. So with law enforcement, while also living next door to a cop, okay. Just just really think about this, guys. I have dealt with physical altercations from a black officer and two white officers while also staying next door to a white officer who I'm incredibly cool with and incredibly love very much. Wave to him all the time, speak to him. We just had a conversation the other day. So the thing is, I want you guys to understand at the end of the day, bump the media. I don't watch the news. I don't. I don't, I don't watch it at all. I don't care to watch it. Mm-mm. The only thing, only time I may come across the news is if I'm either flipping or if, you know, scrolling on social media and, and people are sharing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and every time these tragedies happen, like what happened with the mob, yes, it, it, it is disturbing when you watch a video like that because I say to myself, yeah, that could be me. That could have been me a long time ago. I am a living witness, and yes, I am a black man. I acknowledge that I'm a black man. I've experienced what every black man experiences. Yes, I get angry, but my spirituality allows me to suppress my anger enough to understand. I fight my battles through my music, knowing that that's therapy for me to release what I feel And even when I'm still angry, I trust in, for me, being a Christian man, I trust in the fact that I know that God has me because of my personal experiences. Again, as I just told you guys, I could have easily been something on the news, especially in my hometown of Memphis, Tennessee, where we're on first 48 almost every time. So there's a reason for a lot of us out there to get shot up by cops or white people for that matter, in general. And I've dealt with the prejudice. I've dealt with all of that before. But I've also grown up, thanks to a mom who's wanted to keep me out of the hood, I've grown up in the white neighborhoods. And so I've always had a sense of looking at it on both sides. And I've always been cool with every race of people. And all that being said, but of course, being black, you still sometimes be like, oh man, that's such a that's such a Latin 
Latino person to do something like that. That's some Latino type ish right there, you know? <laughs> or, oh man, that's so white people, you know? Or, man, niggas, man, you know what I'm saying? That, like, that's just like a nigga, you know? Like, so, of course. So, I will ask this yeah. then. Do you think, you know, you, you're talking, going back almost to what we talked about in the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. Having to act different, having to be the bigger man not only because people see you a certain way, but it's a matter of survival, right? Right. Oh, yeah. And 100%. And I see that, and I hate that, that that needs to be the case. Mm -hmm. um, I would say until we start to make the changes that need to be, and we meeting everybody, right? Mm -hmm. Continue, I agree with doing, you know, I can't, I, I'm not speaking as someone again that, that is dealing with the same exact issues black minorities are dealing with, but I am speaking in the fact I want people to live, right? I mean, that's, we're at the point now it's life or death. Mm -hmm. We're seeing it every day. Mm -hmm. So do what Dwayne says, you know, be the yeah. better person. Do what you got to do to be safe in the environment out there amongst law enforcement, amongst everything else. And then we start to work on the things that can, that can help fix the community, help fix society, right? I mean, there's options we have, you know, get, again, like I mentioned, getting minorities into law enforcement. Minorities from minority neighborhoods into law enforcement, where they understand the people, the vibe, the neighborhood, how people are raised and how they act and why they're angry and all of that, right? Yeah. You know, vote. And I'm not talking just president. I think president, for me, and this is my opinion, is a celebrity position. Oh, they, yeah. they sign paperwork, boom. Yeah. I'm talking city, state. Legislators, government. district attorneys, yes, Congress could bring people, Congress people that have legitimate majority control of our country that will make a difference for you in your district, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I'll, voting that, is I'll, huge. To that, I'll say people that think it's just president. It's not just president. There's yeah. so many other people you can vote for that make a difference for your specific community. There's a district attorney in your area, Memphis. Mm -hmm. I guarantee if you were to vote for the right district attorney, things would start to change. Little, but they will start. You will at least have someone trying to change it, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. To, to that, it's I'll so important. That, comes, that comes down to an education uh, aspect because we don't always, like, all of us don't know. And honestly, regardless of race, regardless of race, we really don't truly know how a government is set up. We don't. The and person and I will say this, it. based on that system of oppression, they depend on that. Oh, yeah. They depend on the fact oh, that yeah. minorities don't know shit. Oh, yeah. And now it's just time to educate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, that's, see, and, and I'll say this. I, I do agree that there should be more uh, uh, cops that are from the area that are policing that area. I think you. I think you should, like, I think you should have lived in that community minimum five years before you can police it. Minimum. I, I, I mean, my father, born and raised in New York, or he was born in Puerto Rico, uh, moved to New York City. Yeah. He became a NYPD officer. Mm -hmm. And then, well, again, he was born and ra or raised in Washington Heights, one of the worst neighborhoods ever in New York City mm -hmm. uh, back then, right? My mom was Bushwick. I don't know if you guys know Bushwick. Oh, yeah. it, it, oh, yeah. it still ain't the best place to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So he, you know, NYPD to correction officer at, at Rikers Island, which I mean, oh, yeah. stories oh, yeah. for days, right? I mean, yeah. everybody knows about Rikers. So his, I mean, how many times can I tell you he ran into people he knew from the neighborhood at Rikers? Yeah. What's up, Ray? What you doing, bro? Of course. I'm chilling. I'm I'm working. What you doing here? <laughs> oh, I shot somebody. No big deal. <laughs> you know, whatever the case was, you know. Yeah. But uh yeah. you know, that I can tell you right now, my dad was the most respected officer in that prison. Mm-hmm. Because of his oh. background, where he came from and the people he knew. Yeah. And and prison in itself, that we can get into that whole concept in one thing. The fact that, that minorities always aim towards prisons and for profits and all that shit. That's a whole different conversation. But um that that respect factor was there. I, I I would love to bring my dad on one day. How many times I tell you that because he was in the community and, and and he knew these people, the one guy who came from upstate that tried to jump my dad, guess what happened to him the next night? He got fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> fucked up. You picked the wrong yeah. fucking person because I'm from this hood, boy. Yeah. And he didn't have to, my dad didn't say, would never tell prisoners to do it. Mm-hmm. That's just natural. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that again, that goes back to that mutual respect. So if you bring that to the community, not the jumping part, but the you bring the uh, you know the the community. Well, dependent. <laughs> the community, the community relations, though, right? You want to bring yeah. people who know the hood together, and they that that communication is just natural. Yeah. Where you bring a guy from the suburbs uh, of of to say fucking Carolina mm-hmm. into Rikers or into NYC. Mm-hmm. They don't know. They don't know. They they barely know the city for one. Yeah. yeah. They don't know the neighborhood. They don't know the people. They don't understand trends. Yeah. You know, they don't know what to let go and what not to let go. Selling Lucy's on the street gets you fucking choked out. Yeah. That ain't, that ain't people from my hood. And you know what? That ain't people from my hood. At, no. Oh, yeah. Most that definitely. ain't. That ain't. Uh, and actually, speak to Eric Gardner, though. Uh, I, absolutely. I, go ahead. I had a, a run in with a cop right after that happened that was because i was actually i was driving i had um my my very first car was a toyota avalon 96. the outside of it looked trash but that was my baby hey it drove baby named it sophia after sophia vergara that's the last of their story (laughs) (laughs) but but yeah (laughs) i love that car um, but I was uh, actually heading into work one morning, six, it's going to be like 6.30 or whatever. I, I'm, I'm supposed to be there by seven, but I think I, I woke up mad early and I just decided I need to go ahead and go in. So I'm going, I'm on 285 uh, uh, West and it's, it's pitch black and I'm, you know, Pitch black outside. I'm driving. I'm in a fast lane doing about 65, 70, which if you know me, I, that's that's slow for me. Like, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not going to say it, but, you know. Um, but I'm, I'm taking my time to get to work. All of a sudden, my car gets out of control. I didn't know at that point, but my left axle snapped. My steering wheel locked, right? All of a sudden, I'm in a spin out. I'm, on, I'm in a spin out on 285 East. I, I go from the fast lane 
shoot across backwards, shoot across the entire highway, bang into a guardrail on the on the on the side that pushed me back out into the highway and I spun out and then got thrown into the into the grass. I was probably like this close from actually hitting a tree. And uh, that actually had a cross right in front of it that, that someone just died at. Um, wow. And so I'm sitting in the car. And I'm just watching all these cars go by, right? I, had a, I finally had to call 911 myself because no one decided to pull over and help me out. White cop comes up. And he's looking around to this flashlight, look at the skid marks and everything like that. He looks at my car. And uh, he's like, you good? Yeah, t- I mean, I guess I guess technically, yeah, I'm okay. You know, nothing that I know of and broken or anything like that. But And I didn't hit one car. Miraculously, didn't hit one car. But uh, he goes, all right, well, I'm going to give you a ticket. I said, excuse me? He goes, I have to give you a ticket. My uh, supervisor wouldn't want me to not give a ticket because they want they want numbers i said oh okay i'm getting a ticket for what failure to maintain lane i said excuse me i said i I couldn't even i couldn't control my car my steering wheel is locked and he's he's starting to come back at me with whatever excuse and then all of a sudden I'm, i'm i'm thinking yo hold up let me be quiet. Because Eric Garner had just gotten killed, I think, like, a few days prior to that. And in my mind, I'm sitting there thinking, yo, like, this is a, a white cop. My age, basically. I mean, dude was, like, maybe, I think at the most he was, like, he was, like, maybe, like, two or three years older than me. But this is 2015. I was 25. Dude, dude tells me, he's like, give me a ticket for a failure to maintain lane. And I can't defend myself because I'm afraid I'm going to get killed after just not getting killed on the highway. So, yeah, it's the and actually the ticket got thrown out because uh, they they found out that he he actually got fired because he was giving tickets out to everyone for no reason. But um, but regardless, my yeah, my my sense of being able to survive came in at that point like don't don't argue i mean like he's got a gun i don't i mean i have a gun but it's it's in my house i like, like <laughs> I, I didn't have right. it on me so <laughs> you know like so yeah th- there's there's a huge fear factor there's a huge fear factor with dealing with cops i don't trust cops period i don't trust them cuz i don't know what you're going to do you know, and, 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 you know, Dwayne, Dwayne and I, I think we have the same mindset with a lot of things, but he's calmer than me. Okay. There's no way, there's no way I could sit in a house with a man wearing a shirt. (laughs) I, I, I can sit down and talk to you if you're a Trump supporter. I, I I can sit down and talk to you to get you, like an actual understanding of like how, but, <laughs> but but I think 
I think Dwayne Dwayne is 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 one of the type of people that you know he's he's more willing to be okay with with looking past certain things. Me, I'm more jaded, and I'll be completely honest with you on that. I'm more jaded. I I I can't <laughs> I can't deal with that. So so I'm basically, liable, I'm liable to say something. Sounds like he's the uh, Malcolm X and I'm, I'm the Martin Luther King. King. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and that's just, you know just from what I've the, the hair, you know, yeah. what I've at least heard from uh, from Dwayne. Mm-hmm. I think he's just learned to find a way to channel that energy a different way. Yeah, yeah, and towards no, no. something. So not that I'm he's not, just letting it slide. No, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I don't think you are either. But yeah. You know, it's interesting that Dwayne sees it on that spiritual level because not not everybody's religious, right? So you're not really right. going to get – not everybody will have that channel to put it. But I think mm-hmm. Dwayne is telling people who are either listening to us, find something to channel that towards mm-hmm. until we all get this figured out. Mm-hmm. Survive. You know what? You know what? I, I maybe, maybe I'm just a little more uh, pessimistic than I think, but uh, – You have a right to be, though. And that's, yeah. Dwayne would agree that you yeah. have a right to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, I think it's almost like a fairy tale idea that we're going to get this thing figured out. And 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 I'll, I'm going to tell you why, because in order for us to be able to get this aspect of of our society fixed, that requires the government to be able to acknowledge certain things that they're not willing to acknowledge. That's because we have the wrong people. Oh yeah, yeah, but you're still having people that that are learning their ways that are coming up that will be in those positions one day. I hear you. My my thing is for any white person that is tired of the discussion of racism. That's cool. Congratulations. I'm not sorry for you. You know why? We have to live it. How tired do you think we are with having to actually look over our back every time we go into a store? I have to decide whether I'm going to wear a hoodie or wear shades because I can't wear both. You know what I'm saying? How, how tired and exhausted do you think we are? We live this thing. You can decide whether to jump in or jump out. You don't have to be in it. The only, the only thing that for, for, for white people that, that aren't allies, the only thing for them is that, and even for people that are allies, because you're still, you're, you still have the ability to, to you know, uh, hide behind white privilege. For any white person that, that's tired of it, do something about it. Do something about it. Because racism will not end in this country until things are acknowledged and until white people actually lead the charge. It's it's not up to us to, to stop to, to stop, stop their shit. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not. That's not that's not right. our responsibility. White people have to be okay with saying we're taking responsibility and saying, "Hey, you know what? That is fucked up." Let no, me, and it's not let not even just do, that. Let it's, me do what I need to do. It's not. Oh, it's out. oh. There you go. That. That's important because I feel like there's so many people out there and I would even argue a majority that do say, Hmm, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. What else? Yeah. We know it's, it's fucked up. See, and the, here's the thing. This help goes, us. This goes into the spiritual help you. aspect. 
that that the Bible says this faith without works is dead. Okay? So if you're not willing to do the work behind what you believe, it's a moot point. What do you, what do you, what do you believe right. it for? You're right. You're not willing to do the work behind it. You right. have to have work and you have to have actions and, and, and deeds. Like, like they go hand in hand. If you're not going to do the work behind what you believe, leave it alone. Leave, right. leave it alone because now you're dead weight. Now you're dead weight. You. And that, that goes yeah. into what I was talking about with white privilege, white people being able to use it like a superpower and, and, and being a superhero. Those are the people, the allies that are willing to, to acknowledge and say, you know what? I do have white privilege. This is how I can utilize it to help people that, 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 that are in worse positions. You know what I'm saying? But you have to be able to acknowledge it. Every, white people that, that take, it, take offense to it are, are I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of them. And I, I'm the, sorry. The, the most tired argument I hear that, that a lot of people in the majority say is, well, it ain't as bad as it used to be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hold up. Time out. Literally, time out. <laughs> <laughs> Just because we're not in the slave days anymore don't mean things are fine. I don't know. It, it doesn't mean everything is better for minorities. It ain't. Not at all. And, and... It ain't. To some degree, slavery is actually still around, just in a very different way. Absolutely, Slave, uh, slavery is in it's in the prisons. Mm -hmm. uh, slavery is at times through the music, believe it or not. Um, yeah, even in the workforce with the media, workforce, mm -hmm. uh, lack of minority in leadership. I mean, you can go on and on, and. Um, it just it's that system that just that that leaves you minorities on the lower end every every phase of life it seems like uh eh, well they're getting enough mm -hmm. that no that, that's what if i just told you you're eh, you're getting enough <laughs> like yeah they would they wouldn't like it yeah yeah I, they wouldn't I, like it i mean we I, I've, and again, so let me, sorry, not to interrupt no, you, Derek, but my, my thing is we are focused on shitty white people, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so let, let's, let's, the people, the white people who legitimately care, like Derek said, who will fight to make that difference, all the power, I, all the power to you. Love you. Appreciate it. You have more work to do. Mm -hmm. And you need to get your brethren to join with you. And that's that's something I've talked to white people about. Like when the ones that get it, you have to not only do you have to acknowledge what is is wrong about the system, but you have to be able to go back and your responsibility is to go back and talk to the people that don't get it, either that don't change get it that or mindset, get it. change that mind, change that trigger. It it takes it's going to take a long time, especially and it for, is. For, for people that are older. In fact. I'm almost at the point where, I, like, no, I'm at the point where where I'm not looking to older people to change. Oh, no. You're setting mm -hmm. your ways. Yep. Do your thing. The people that are younger have to have to be the ones that 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 
allies go to and 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 truly talk to them and 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 try to work them out i i'm i'm not, i'm i'm not making any excuses for any white people I, like i i've never done it before and I, I will i will never do it never so i i will say in our the era of life that we're in now mm-hmm. by maybe like a microscopic amount we're seeing improvement on their side right we're seeing less of that raised bias the boomers gotta go that's the problem <laughs> once the boomers are out the way maybe some progress can be made right um but i think that the the, the problem is is they're they're still raising those kids man they're here still yeah. not, not that i'm not wishing death on anybody right but that mindset is there. I want the mindset to die. And I don't know if it does in the current, in those older generations. Well, you know, it's going to, it's going to come. It it could be four or five generations from now that it's, that's gone. I mean, and that's with everybody doing what they need to do. To be honest, if it happens, if we're even here, right. That's if this, this, this planet is still around. Goddamn right. All right. And that's the uncertainty, but a lot of times, um, my mother was a, a big component of saying this, that to be honest, what really seems to kill racism in a way right now are those who are of mixed race, those who are, say, half white and half black, or half Hispanic and half Asian, or half Hispanic, half white, you know, however you want to mix the races, you know, um, a lot of those interracial couples that breed interracial kids, right? Uh, I have a cousin who's interracial, for example, and I mean, just knowing like, yeah, she pretty much embraces every bit of black culture, but, you know, I would say she probably still would get discriminated against even though her complexion was lighter uh she still just off of just the way she i guess her looks right you know but a lot of mixed mixed kids man they they seem to if they've got any inch of of african-american in them or dare i say even hispanic chances are you know afro-latino however you want to put it more, more than likely, they seem to be completely against racism for the most part. Wait, can I, can I ask you a question real quick? So, but the point that you're making, though, is, is are you saying that, that, that your mom was saying that that's the way we can we, we eradicate racism? She, more so she feels like racism eventually will die out because of mixed children like children who are mixed because they're the future since like there's if you look around lately you're seeing a lot more uh people uh especially in this millennial generation who are like a mixed breed of they're not fully black they're not fully hispanic they're not fully white like they're mixed with a bunch of other different cultures which i mean heck derek you and me are mixed with other things mm-hmm. you know but i guess when it's obvious you know like if you have someone as say as light as Jonathan, like how Jonathan says he can hide it, you have a lot of mm-hmm. mixed kids who can hide what they are 
in a sense, right? Oh, yeah. You can tell, like, oh, that person's got some black in them because of the way their mannerisms are, you know, or even when you see their hair, you know, Mm -hmm. you can just tell, like, hey, there's there's some black in them, right? And they obviously embrace it and they know it. Right. They can camouflage it because they're lighter. You know what I mean? Those type of things. Like, I don't it, it think just... that eradicates racism, though. I think by numbers, it it, it might um, we might ha- we might see a rise of mixed children, um, mixed race children or biracial, however you can put it. Mm-hmm. I think I think you might see that rise, but I don't think that eradicates racism. So, I, I think it would because how can you be racist against someone who is a mixture of both? Well, and if everybody, I will say this to try to touch on Dwayne's point and his mother's point. Um, why do why do white people fear it so bad? That's, why do they fear mixed children? That's racism. That's racism, but because they fear it because they think they know that's going to help end it. Well, in a know, way, right? Like lead towards that. I think. I think, end. I think their fear is that they're going to become the minority. Uh, you're never. Oh, gonna, you're you're never yes. going to not have white people. Okay, that's never not going to happen. My point being, though, that fear makes me think maybe Dwayne's mom's not too out of point. I I see I see the 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 thought behind it. It's interesting, it. Dwayne. I just yeah. I I, I kind of disagree with it because of the fact that like I said you're never gonna not have white people. So ever. well no 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 well I mean so, so I, I, don't, I don't really think that's what the point I'm yeah. thinking helps eradicate white people's mindset of they're different right because so, they're well, they're technically okay. a part of me right okay. so here's yeah. the thing with that though that's gonna here's the thing is that is that where is that where you come from Dwayne. Well, yeah, in a way, because, I mean, like, if you think about slavery days, right, there were, there were slaves who were, like, obviously raped to where mixed kids were born from that. And Mm -hmm. if you go back in history, the, you know, it was rare then, a little more rare then than it is now, but, like, then those who were mixed with white and black back then they weren't treated as slaves but they weren't necessarily treated as whites either well kind of just there like okay so here mm-hmm. here's my thing with it um i see i see the thought process but think about it like this there are white people and i've actually i actually had this conversation with uh, rihanna the other night about the spectrum of racism. Racism isn't necessarily always the the Trump level. Racism has a broad spectrum. So you can have people that are racist that are the the extremists, like anyone that's in the KKK, whatever you want to say. That's the extreme version. The the lesser version of it or the the lower end of the spectrum i should say is like the paula deans of the world so with paula dean you know she came i forgot what she actually said but you know the whole thing she came out and said i think she ended up saying nigger or something like that and what she said right the the lower 
spectrum is her because those are the people that they might not they might not act on it in terms of looking at black people and saying oh you're lesser than oh um or like that's that that's a nigger right there like they they might not be that but racism and 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 Dwayne because we're in the south you know how this is mm-hmm. there are white people that are racist that still can associate with black people but certain black people black people that they deem to be okay and those are the ones that are their token black friends or whatever so Paula Dean she's not the the trump level but she is the level of this is so woven into the tapestry of her of who she is that even though it might not be extreme it is very subtle and the subtleties of it are ingrained in her mindset so because they're ingrained in her mindset whatever she's going to teach her kids and her grandkids that's going to end up being who they are for the most part unless they're unless they're able to change but just for just for argument's sake that's what's going to be passed on to them so the fact that that's being passed on the subtleties of you know the lower spectrum of of racism the idea that the mindset can be completely eradicated is 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 almost impossible without education and, and reprogramming Actually, it is impossible because unless you unless you teach someone what is right and what is wrong, because after Paula Dean's whole thing, she went on a media blitz and, and was trying to defend herself and, you know, oh, I didn't grow up this way, that way. But she she was on I don't I forgot what show it was. She was she was on a, being interviewed and and had a black guy that was that she knew that was in the corner. And I forgot his name. She like, let's say his name's Earl. She goes, "Come here, Earl. Uh, we we can't see you over there because you leaned up against that. You're you're blending into that wall over there, or some some to the effect of that." And she brings him on stage and says, "I love this man. I would I would die for this man." And all this other stuff, right? That's her token black friend. Kissed him and everything. That's her token black friend. And and for me, the idea that that racism could be eliminated because of inner race uh, marriage or whatever is is it's impossible to eradicate it that way because it's a mindset thing, not because this grandchild is is of mixed race and that's my grandchild so i accept them that means i accept all blacks that's not the case because it's, it's a, because it's a mindset thing there, there are certain they're going to look at certain black people and say oh because you're associated with my grandchild or my, or whatever i i'm i'm cool with you but the other black people i'm not cool with or i might not look at with this through the same lens you know what i'm saying so because it's a mindset thing, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to eliminate it strictly off of, off of that. I think that could be a part of it, 
but 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 because of that, I, I don't I don't think that that's going to be it. I think it is it's a reprogramming and and a and a and a relearning that has to take place that white people have to embrace in order for it to take effect. Agreed. Well, you know, it's it's interesting you would say that, Derek, because uh, I'm gonna bring my little cousin into this for a second, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. bring her, I'm gonna bring her father into this mm-hmm. because it's because of her father that she is light skin. I mean, she's more of a tannish kind of color because obviously my cousin is my complexion, our complexion. Mm-hmm. And with her father, he is a twin. He's a mm-hmm. twin. And if I showed you her father and his twin brother, both of them are light skinned, completely like just as light as Jonathan, if not lighter. Mm-hmm. But here's the difference. My cousin's father has dark hair, dark beard, brown eyes, I believe, or something of that nature, but completely light skinned though. He gets treated like we do. Mm-hmm. His twin brother, on the other hand, and I've, I've, this has been personal stories that they actually shared with me. His twin brother, same complexion, but has blue eyes. And oh, even yeah. his hair, even his hair seems to make him literally pass off as white. Now, he considers himself black his family, his sisters, everybody mm-hmm. had to fend for him in school and black kids picked on him uh-huh. because they thought he was white mm-hmm. in black schools. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where, again, that's, that's the thing about being an interracial child. You know what I mean? Because I know a lot of interracial, I have interracial family members and everything. And it's a struggle for them because you don't, even if I brought my friend Ronnie on, who is also light-skinned and he's half white, his mother is white. Mm -hmm. Sweetest lady on the world and loves everyone, everyone. Not an inch of racism in her body whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And He's, he's admitted, he's, he's about 35, 36, and he admits, he's like, we had a talk before. And he said, even out of his own mouth, I've been around the white race, my white side of my family. I've been around my black side of my family. Now, he is very much pro-black because when it comes, like, he does not watch the NFL at all, mm-hmm. all because of Kaepernick. He supports Kaepernick 100%, and because of the Kaepernick situation, refuses to watch anything NFL. Mm-hmm. However, he's admitted that it's been a struggle sometimes where, like, he's, he's basically said he's seen racism on both sides, mm-hmm. and it's been hard to identify. So, for... And that's Rihanna's thing, too. Mm-hmm. She's mixed. Yeah, that's, that's her thing, too. Um, yeah. um, her mom is white. Her dad uh, is from... Uh, he's from St. Kitts. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing. She she's 
as she identifies as black, mm-hmm. but you know it's it's hard because you have you have white people that are in your family that you love mm-hmm. that are racist. You know what I'm saying? Like, and see, my thing is, I guess I'm looking at it more so because not just because I'm a black man, but I'm Jamaican mm-hmm. on my mom's side. My dad's side is from Macon, so. There, the colorism aspect of it is something that, that I've lived with for as long as I can remember because Islanders look at light, lighter skinned kids as the, the, the favorite. The darker ones are the, are the least favorite. That's, that's well known. And, and the lighter you are, the better you are. That's how they view you. And, you know, I've, I've, I had an ex that, um, that was probably a little darker than me. Um, and, you know, I, th- I believe I showed her, I showed my grandmother a picture of her and she didn't, she didn't like say like anything bad about her, but you could see, she was, oh, that's nice. Like, you know, whatever. But I show her a picture of Rihanna Rihanna's just a little bit darker than you, uh, Jonathan. <laughs> you know, like she's just a little darker, and 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 it it becomes a thing of like, oh, she's more favored because she's lighter. I've had that issue <laughs> multiple times. Like I said, like I even I grew up in the church where that was an issue. That was a thing. Like the the lighter uh, skin kids were just looked at as better than the darker skin kids or whatever, and it may not have been something that was that was spoken about, like in a deep way, but you could you could tell you could see the difference between people how people were treated. You know, I, I've I've seen that, and so the the. I get where 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 you're coming from with your, with your cousins. Um, it is it's an issue where where we as black people, like I said earlier, like we have an issue where it comes to colorism. We ha- like that's an actual issue because that's a self hate thing. That's a self hate thing where where we look at people that are lighter as better, not not just because of of being closer to white. But yeah, it, there's also mentality of you know the house slave and, and the field slave that 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 whole thing that 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 they pit us against each other back then mm-hmm. over that you know and and I think that we have to do work in 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 that sense where we have to say you know we, we have to stop with the colorism thing and and you know the good hair bad hair type thing that whole conversation like that whole thing has to stop. We have to work on ourselves with that. But when it comes to racism, there's no work we that we can do. That's a white thing. Like they have to work on that. And 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 but on both sides, it has to come with the the ability to acknowledge, like, hey, we have work to do. Like if we want to see things get better, we have work to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And 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 
I think that's that's where my frustration comes into play is that there's so little acknowledgement on any side of that. Whether you're talking about colorism or you're talking about racism, there's there's little acknowledgement on either one, if any at all. We need the acknowledgement before we get the action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and I that's... like I I even had to work on that with myself. Like I, mm-hmm. I had to work on that. And, that, I, and that 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 ownership that you talk about right there is what's important, right? It's like y'all have your shit to figure out, meaning the majority. Mm-hmm. We know we got our shit to figure out too, though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let, but but that don't mean y'all y'all don't y'all don't got shit to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? mean? That you don't take responsibility <laughs> for your stuff because right. we haven't acknowledged certain things yet no. either. Like, look, naturally, you know that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up. Just a quick point. Mm-hmm. You know, we we see in urban neighborhoods a lot more crime, a lot less nicer neighborhoods so on and so forth. And I spoke on it before. I think a lot of it is due to lack of investment in those communities, whether it's through law enforcement or whether it's through uh, where the tax money's going or whether it's through just building the community as a whole. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of the, you know, the, the quick argument for a lot of people, the majority, the ma- racist majority is, well, they're all, they're, they're killing each other and, and, and ruining the neighborhoods. Like, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. It's a theory, right? I'm a criminal criminology major for bachelor's. So the big theory that I wrote an essay on for like my major thesis, right, to graduate, mm-hmm. was the idea of if a neighborhood looks better, do the people act better? Now, not not, not like all people, oh, right? Yeah, so yeah, the answer is yes. Oh yeah. If you're giving people you shit to better. work with, they're just gonna keep making shit. You give them something nice, they're gonna work. They're gonna work harder to keep it nice. Yeah, but now, and mind you, that's not an excuse. Yeah, I'm gonna say that so that's not an excuse to to commit crime, right? Yeah, but you ain't helping. But and, and but to you're that, not helping minorities. To that though, I, I'll say, you know, even with the crime aspect, that's that's a proximity issue, and 100%. that's 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 where that's where I get pissed off with the media is because it's always reported as to what's going on in Chicago. Like, I don't know why Chicago is a flagship black area for you to report on all the time when it comes to black people. Always. But that, that's, that's number one. You know, that's why, that's why when I research shit, I, I reach, I don't go to no mainstream media. You can't, mm-hmm. you nah. can't, there's bias at all levels. I look up my own shit. Yeah. 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 So, and, but that's, that's my thing. It's like, it's a proximity issue because in white areas you have, crime where you have white on white i hate the black on black crime uh uh uh, argument wherever like you're closer to whoever you're closer to you're gonna commit the crime against against. (laughs) and that's again that goes back listen there's shitty people everywhere yeah there's shitty people in all races okay they just so happen to be next to the person who is the same color them they don't don't mean it's just specifically their they want that perspective, that image to be, well, they're not even taking care of each other. Like, nah, first of all, you have us all in the same area. That's but not see, our fault. That's, 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 that's the argument that they- It's that the they, proximity. That's the argument that they build their, that they're, they build their argument on where if we bring up the subject of we're tired of being killed, 
well, you're killing yourselves. <laughs> it's, it's what just, does that have to do with and that? And how many like, times do they say, not all white people are racist? Well, not all black people kill each other. Not all, not all black people are criminals. And see, that's another or thing. Or not criminals. I, 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 I do not paint people with the, with the broad stroke. I, I, no, I you try, can't. I, You're right. Like, I do my best to, to, to see people as who they are. Rather than everything else in between, yep. Yeah, I, I, I try my best to do that. You know, are there moments where, where I look at people and I think certain things? Yes. But I acknowledge that I at least do it. You know, you know what I'm saying? I, I saw a video, man, it was so probably, I can work on that. probably a month ago. It was a white, of a white woman that um, essentially made like a weed shop, mm-hmm. right? You know, she started growing plants and then became a business, got her LSC, da, da, da. Oh, heartfelt story. How many minorities in jail right now for minor drug offenses? Bro. And you know what? So, so you're 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 giving this woman all the credit in the world. Now, mind you, at the time, illegal compared to legal, right? That's mm-hmm. fine. You're talking about minor drug offenses. There's people in prison. No, I don't even want to call it prison because they're not. They haven't even seen a court date yet for misdemeanor offenses, three, four years in the past, because they can't post a bail. Yeah. The system is made to hurt poorly uh, privileged minorities. Yeah. It is made to hurt them. It is made to keep them there. And the prisons are profits and they need they need minorities to be in jail because they need those profits. It's it's a money game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it, you know, and I personally I think we should again going back to, to voting in the right people, getting in the right DAs, so on and so forth. Let them all out. There should be no individual in jail right now for selling are not even selling. Having a dime bag in their pocket. Come on, man. Nah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something right now. Come on, man. To me, that's that's part of reparations right there. That's that's helping to fix. But you know what? And that's another thing. Let, let me say this real quick. We we don't. In in part of talking about uh, uh, taking the responsibility for for what we have to take responsibility for. Black people are not united. Until we become united and actually have an idea of what our demands are, we're not going to see. I, I'm almost. I'm at the point now where I don't even believe we're going to ever see reparations. But if we are to see reparations, we have to be able to come together and under and and and, and determine what that looks like for us. I could tell you what it means for me. I, I believe free education. I believe uh, uh, we should be able to have ownership in uh, the weed industry. I wholeheartedly I, I believe that. Uh, you, you, you pay us for, for, for uh, the, the labor that, um, and, and the subjection to cruelty that, that our ancestors were, were, had to endure. Um, free education. I, like, I should not have student loans. I should not have student loans as a black man in America. So I will say over here in Buffalo, um, it was a little bit of the mayor, a little bit of the, the council. Mm-hmm. They allowed, um, or they, sorry, allowed, they, they gave free college tuition to all high schoolers in the cities. 
The whole, really? all, the, all PS schools, all public schools. Free education really? if they want to go. Free ride, 100%. And see, that, so, that, again, that, comes that is rap. all back to the local voting. Mm-hmm. Get the right people. There's money there. Listen, uh, you see, miraculously. What? We got stimulus checks, right? Th- listen, that money they put towards stimulus. 10 years ago, could have put towards two loans. Oh, yeah. And mind you. Oh, yeah. Not a, a, about the same money, if not less back then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Most definitely. So most definitely. I don't want to hear no money. We create the money. All right. People, when we start to educate ourselves on the system that 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 they operate in mm-hmm. it's there <laughs> it's there oh, yeah. especially they're, they're choosing not to use it taxes. And, and half the time all it is is borrowed taxes from the future essentially the taxes that we're going to pay they're mm-hmm. taking that money ahead of time mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. all education and all comes down to what you're saying giving that education for free yeah because they're not and 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 the but public school system educated black black person you know what? Yeah, that's that's their. Fear. Oh, they do, one hundred percent. And you know the thing is, I think when it comes to even going to lower level, not just not just uh, the college level, right? We need to revamp the school systems in general. This whole, what's two plus two? How many sheep did Mary have? That I get it. You got to learn it. You need to learn basic math, stuff like that. There needs to be more classes, more uh, just education in general, focused on life, right? You know. Yeah. Taxes, bills, what does voting mean? Who are your legislators? How many represent your district? How many represent your state? Who to contact when you have to? Those things mean more than anything, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, how many, if not for my father, I would have never known how to pay a fucking bill. Yeah. So how about, how about I'll teach that? Teach them credit. Hey, when you're 18, start putting money aside to save for credit. Yeah. You know? Actually, even before that, how about the parents? Pay off a bill to to put in their, in their name, name to build a credit, but that's never taught. That's yeah. never taught amongst all education, right? So that's not yeah. just specifically a minority. That that's just as a whole. Yeah, the education system is not is not work. It doesn't work to help people for the future. It helps them to memorize something for a test tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Do I, do any of y'all remember your test from fifth grade, seventh grade, eighth Bro. grade, ninth grade? I don't remember my tests in college. <laughs> Just to be real, right? <laughs> I mean, realistically, you you don't. you depending on the field you go into, you learn as you go, right? That's yeah. just what it is. But, yeah. um, you know, everything needs a total revamp and a re uh, a reimagining, like Derek said. You know, it's it's hindering so many, and it and again, when you don't have that privilege, either financially or by race, mm-hmm. you're further behind than that. Oh yeah. Much further. Hell yeah. Public schools are nowhere near suburban schools. No. They're not. Mm-mm. And mind you, suburban schools are terrible too <laughs> in regards <laughs> to the system that they're using, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're bringing them to a lesser level. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, just, just on, on my final points, you know, I, I'm i glad we were able to do this show. Derek and I, and Dwayne, thank you for hosting. We, you know, we appreciate you, but... um. Derek and I have been wanting to do this for a while, just not really, not really knowing what topic we wanted to do. Um, the post on Saturday did help kind of trigger that topic, right? This is always going to be something we talked about um, at some point, but uh, we have a lot.
lot more. To and there's, there's just more to get into. And I want to bring more people in and give different perspectives. I mean, I'll literally grab someone off the street, a businessman, a, uh, someone on the lower level, a drug offender in, in jail. I'll, I'll do what I got to do to get somebody involved. Right. Uh, I think the thing is, is we, to teach people how, how the system needs to be changed. We need to have all aspects of different people involved. Mm -hmm. Honestly, Derek, I'm okay with bringing someone more towards the racist side to see what, what is hey, why? What's on. your thought process, bro? That's the thing. I don't have a problem. I, I, I'll, I, I, do you, you know what? I didn't realize I was even friends with a racist until until uh, <laughs> we we uh, started talking about certain things. Right. And you know what? That so bringing. I'm not afraid to bring anybody on. I'll yeah. go to bat with you every day. Yeah. I'll bat so with that, you guys every day. That's, <laughs> so that's my thing, though. Like, it's not that I I don't want the conversation. Right. I, my thing is, I want the conversation with someone that's willing to have the conversation. Yeah, and, 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 and like not not just try not have the conversation to the point where they only listen. I mean, they only say what they have to say. So I need them to, to be objective, need, right? You we yeah. need them to hear we, we both hear sides. Both sides, yeah. and that's right. that's where I'm cool with it. You know, we, right. I'm 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 down with those type of type of conversations. It's the only, and again, we talk about the progress and needing that progress and people understanding how to make that progress. The only way to do it is by opening that conversation. Oh, that's yeah. step one. That's, mm, that's not even step one. That's like barely a step, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's the, basic. The, the, the starter. <laughs> We're just still trying to start the fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think the biggest thing now is, is you need to follow what Dwayne says, you know. I, look, I, I love my brothers, but dude, like I, I have friends of all different races, white, black, Rican, all in between. Again, I don't focus on race and never did, never have, never will. Um, but I do focus on race when I know that races are being oppressed against. Right. Mm -hmm. I will always speak up for what's right. Mm -hmm. I ain't afraid to say shit to no one. Oh, you yeah. could be seven foot tall. You can have two yeah. shotguns coming down the street with a pickup. <laughs> I got some bangers in my house too. Come here. <laughs> Cause that's what it's going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm protecting my family oh, and yeah. me oh, yeah. <laughs> and my oh, people. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so that, that's besides that point, you know, I, I, I'm not, again, I'm not all about violence. I, I, I can speak and I can articulate how I feel without having to want to swing on you. I mean, sometimes I might want to, but mm -hmm. I won't. <laughs> yeah. and, and I think we we need to open those conversations and understand that, you know, one day we're going to run into somebody that maybe we didn't want to talk to, yeah. uh, you know, when it comes down to it. Right. Yeah. Uh, but that, that's the only way you learn. That's if we're willing to listen to hope and it's all, it's all hope and wonder, right. Mm -hmm. Is that they're willing to listen as well. Yeah. You know, and um, just, just, just stay safe. And, and I'm fighting. I know my local uh, district attorneys. I know my local legislators. I vote, you know, for, for the right people who I think is the right person. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, presidency is a whole different thing. Fuck, <laughs> I don't, I'm not a fan of Biden either. So that's just. Well, see, uh, and and, and but that, that, I, I I I hate this narrative that's going around now that that um we we need to hold our hold our vote hostage until yeah, Biden gives. Us I, so that's interesting. I think that could be a whole different podcast in terms of in terms of that. that. And I think we need to dig really deep on that because I, I, I don't think it's just necessarily the, uh, whether they do or don't like Biden. I think the problem is nobody really knows Biden besides, oh, it's Obama's friend. I think um, they are pissed off and they have a right to be because the guy they wanted to be uh, the Democratic majority got fucked again, you know, Bernie. And, um, 
you know, the, was we can we can dig. Well, I mean, besides, you know, uh, yeah. who legitimately didn't drop out at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think that's a another podcast we could do, or another just conversation, or article, however you want to do it. Oh, we'll get them. Um, we'll get definitely, and, and you know, overall, just be safe, y'all, man. Just yeah. be safe. Uh, I'm fighting as much as I can on my side. I'm one small, tiny, minuscule speck on the spectrum. <laughs> um, but I'm 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 gonna keep fighting until I'm bigger, uh, you know, at least bigger noticed. Yep. Uh, and I'll scream and I'll stand at the top of the fucking city hall and tell them they need to change. Yep. I'll be in any protest that pops up. You know, yep. if I was in any of the cities that these individuals were were shot down in cold blood, I'd be right there in the city hall. I'd be right there in front of the police center saying, "You need to change things." Mm-hmm. I'm writing letters to the chief of police. I'm going to the mayor. I'm. I'm. Listen, that's how you do things, right? That's how you make mm-hmm. progress. That you be the progress. You know what I mean? And, and I'm. I'm, the, I'm here for it. Want to see? Be the change you want to see, and hopefully people follow follow through. Yep. Yeah, that's well, all you can do. Well, Jonathan, I think you're selling yourself just a little too short by calling yourself a little tiny speck, man. You right here on OTS, on the <laughs> sidelines, the up and coming next big thing that is very well on its way. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening, share your thoughts, leave your reviews, comment, subscribe, invite friends to come on to the show. Contact yes. either one of us. Yes. We welcome them to this platform. This is a platform for all races, all types. Uh, my final thought is to let you guys know that uh, Derek knows my girl Rebecca very well. We talk about her all the time. I would love to get her on the show when she's got the opportunity because she can give you guys a perspective as an African-American who did not grow up in the States, period. Wow. Spent 13 that. years, oh, 13 yeah. years in Japan. Grew up 13 wow. years in Japan, lived in England. Her, fa- her mom and dad currently reside there in England as we speak. And she is definitely black. Our uh, complexion is in between, I'd say, Derek and Jonathan. Maybe <laughs> a little bit lighter than Derek, but not as light as Jonathan. So right uh-huh. in between, nice shade. But I can tell you very much, she knows her blackness. But we, when I first met her, I remember asking her what she thought about racial oppression. And let me just tell you, I'm going to end it on this note with that. And let me just tell you and the listeners this, guys. She did not, she's only been in the States for less than five years. And I can guarantee you, she did not experience, she told me this out of her own mouth, she did not experience racial oppression until she came to the States. Mm -hmm. I love that. She can also tell you that she does not she does not relate to the African-American community, mm-hmm. even though she's African-American. Right. But it's for obvious reasons because she did not grow up here in the States. Yeah. Okay. Let, so let's, let's again, bring her on, bro. Yep. Again, I love that. So I love that conversation. For, for people listening, that's what I'm just saying. I just want you to know that everybody, this is why I say this is what I represent as someone who's grown up on both sides of the field and white, suburban areas mm-hmm. in African-American slum areas. I've lived the, bo- the best of both worlds. And it's here to let you guys know we've all represent. So again, if you are listening, leave your reviews, leave your comments, YouTube, Spotify, it's Apple all Music, it's, it's an open conversation. Yep. Open, open conversation, conversation. guys. Yep. Uh, gentlemen, go ahead, please. Let the listeners, let the audience know where they can find you where they can contact you in case they want to join 
this new show and and just be a part of this open discussion. Okay, so I'll start off. Um, you can find me on Twitter uh, at J O N N Y two underscores T E E. Um, send me a message. Do you want to hop on the show? Uh, I'm willing to have any conversation, man. I'm here. I'm here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, all right, you can find me at Derek Derek underscore OTS. Uh, that's the the right way to spell Derek D E R R I C K. Yeah, find me on there or even uh, with OTS guys, all uh, social media platforms as well. Uh, you know, I, I, I run those, so contact me either way, and uh, I'm down with it, man. Because we're gonna we're gonna get into a lot more discussions, right. politics, religion. It's uh, all it's uh, all here. Relationships. Business. I mean, yeah, relationships, all, all of that it. stuff. All that stuff. So th- this is this this show is about everything. So we're right. going to get into everything. So yeah, def- definitely be tuned in and and let us know what your thoughts were. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is your host Dwayne Dickey, joined by Mr. Derek Myers and Jonathan Torado. You guys, make sure this is the very first premiere episode of Time Out, and this has been a Time Out. So, until the next time, we are signing out. Peace.